Hello, thank you for choosing to listen to Theme Park Films podcast. We are Carla and Holly, two friends from England, who will write the movies, watch the film and give you our thoughts. You can find us on at Theme Park Films on Twitter. Oh, and just one more thing. If you are driving whilst listening to this podcast, please keep your arms inside the vehicle for the duration of the show. Thank you. And welcome to Theme Park Films Podcast. I'm Carla and this is Holly. Hello. And this episode we are discussing the Disney stroke Pixar film Finding Nemo, which was released in America on the 30th of May 2003. But us in the UK didn't get it until the 10th of October 2003. Well, it seems an awful long time to wait. Normally it's not that that big a gap in between us getting them it's normally a couple of months but yeah that's quite quite some time not really sure why i don't but i do remember when you know you used to go to america and be able to watch a film yeah a lot earlier didn't you um yeah i always come back and be like well i saw that months ago yeah i always find that quite exciting still when i go to america that i know i'm going to be seeing a film which you know isn't going to be I remember doing that um the last time I was there I saw Gone Girl like way before it was released here though it felt way before it was released here anyway which was exciting yeah it's probably like a day yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but before we get on to the film we're going to be talking about the uh Finding Nemo ride which is called The Seas with Nemo and Friends and it's in Epcot it went into Epcot on the 24th of January 2007, replacing the Living Seas attraction, which I do remember, I believe that was just um, fish tanks and it wasn't an actual ride, it was just a, a walk-through thing with lots of different fishes in it. I remember that. Yeah. My dad was uh, a very big fish keeper. We had oh. like, We had like 12 tanks of fish when I was growing up. We had crazy amounts of fish and he used to keep uh, marine fish which are what these fish in Finding Nemo are from the ocean so they're very difficult to keep in a tank I do question that the dentist would have been able to keep them in the tank because it's a it's quite a hard thing to do you need lots of equipment so you had a a a Nemo, basically, I did have a Nemo. when it wasn't cool. Yeah, I had uh, a Nemo, and uh, we used to call all of the Nemos were called Tommy <laughs> because they were called they were tomato clowns. They're called so we just called them Tommy. Finding Tommy. Yeah, and we had a Dory as well. Um, she yeah, I can't remember what what we called her, but she's a regal tang is the proper name for her. But we we had a Dory as well. Gosh. Yeah, didn't know that, did you? Yeah, I've got some knowledge. I didn't. I know some stuff. I remember uh, when this film came out, though, they, they were a bit concerned that people were going to start desperately wanting their own Nemos. Yeah, because it, it's really completely and utterly different to keeping a normal fish. You need, like, really expensive equipment, completely different water. It's, yeah, not anyone could do it. You'd have to really have to read up on it and invest quite a lot of money to keep those kind of fish. So I think 
yeah, they were a little bit concerned, weren't they, that some chav was just going to pop to the pet shop and stick it in yeah. a bowl. And then it would probably die. It would have died, yeah. yeah. Mm. It needed the salt water. Oh. Um, but the back to the ride, sorry, I digress slightly there. Yeah. Um, but if you need it, any advice on fish, you know, advice. Yeah, I did grow up around fish. Um, it was just, uh, yeah, when I said that living seas, and then my dad used to really like walking through the living seas, so that's why I remember it in particular. Um, but the ride itself, I mean, it's okay, isn't it? It's fine. It's just a nice little gentle... Get, do you get in a clam or something, something like that, and just yeah. gently go round looking at sort of Fish. scenes of yeah, and scenes from Nemo and holograms and things, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's nothing you'd be. It's not exciting, really, is it? No, I'd imagine you know if you're a child and then it might be quite exciting, but it's just a gentle gentle ride it's yeah. fine nothing wrong with it um i do remember and i'd forgotten about this but my mum reminded me of this that i went a bit funny on the ride because <laughs> i felt it was so lifelike that we were underwater that i couldn't breathe <laughs> and she how, said, old, how old were you oh like in my 20s i mean god <laughs> Finally, Nemo came out when I was well in my 20s. So, uh, for the time we got on the ride, yeah. God, 2007, I was, I was nearly 30. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did your mum just have to remind you that you could breathe because you weren't underwater? She just laughed at me, really. Just thought I'd and then a turn in the corner and just thought it was quite funny. But I'd forgotten all about it. And, and then she she mentioned it. She laughed at me the other day for it. And I was like, oh, God, yeah, I did. It was so realistic. You really did feel like you were underwater. <laughs> I'm glad that she reminded you of that. <laughs> Moving on, um, there's also um, a Finding Nemo attraction in Animal Kingdom, which I know you haven't seen. No. What but is it? It's it's like, a, it's really odd. It's a stage show version. Oh. But the, you so they have like puppeteers holding up Nemo and stuff, but the puppeteers aren't at all disguised. Like, it's not like they're dressed in black against a, a black setting. They are just there. So the whole way through it, you can just see people moving these fish around. Well, that sounds awful. It was really terrible. And I would not recommend it to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so on to the film. Finding Nemo. Where, Where did you first see it? I don't remember, to be honest. I mean, obviously, I think it's one of those films, again, I've seen a few times, mm. um, kind of sometimes crops up, doesn't it, around Christmas time. Mm. Kind of one of those, just an easy watch. I wouldn't say I I particularly enjoy it. And there are some bits of the film, I didn't, I didn't get a funny turn like you, but I do feel really claustrophobic in it. Well, I'm not, <laughs> not in it, watching it, obviously. I'm I think it. that is... Your interpretation of a funny turn. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, I first saw the film at the cinema when it came out, and I, I went with a friend of mine at the time and, and her two children. So I saw it with kids. And I remember them being quite nervous of it, actually. They kept, like, wanting to climb on my lap, and, yeah, there's a few sort of Dark scary moments. things in it. Yeah. But I remember enjoying it a lot more than I enjoyed it when I watched it for this podcast. I always find with Disney films as well, like, they're always so... I, I know you sort of need it, but, you know, it's like with the mum dying and, like, all of the brothers and sisters, it's just quite dark. It was really dark. And, you know, I know, as you said, Disney has this thing and, you know, it seems every film and then they have to they have to have something really you know horrific yeah yeah maybe they could have just they didn't even need to get rid of the mum maybe she could have just been in it but didn't go off to help find him and she could have just been sitting yeah. there, you know anxiously waiting for for him to come home yeah or even if it could have been something like you know something there's this fear that maybe they maybe the beginning happens where they go into this new place um you know their new coral or whatever they're at and then they go always does this homework like you know with the mum and dad and then it's like you know even if they just had Nemo so they could still lose all the brothers and sisters because we couldn't have that many characters yeah and we well we didn't get attached to them anyway at that point so that's fine so so you could go oh hopefully this reef will will be better than our last home like wasn't it such a shame it got ruined I yeah. don't, you know, something like that. And then both the mum and dad are very protective, but the mum's a little bit more relaxed, like where she'll be like, let him go on his own, let him go on his own. And then they go off, have that incident, in, incident or whatever. He goes off to find Nemo. Someone comes back and says to the mum, he's left, Nemo got taken. And then the mum feels a bit of guilt being like, oh, I should have been more protective. He was right. My husband yeah. was right. She gets consoled by her other fish friends, and then they all come back together. Perfect. So, yeah, the barracuda wasn't really needed that came in it. Uh, I don't think so. And then Nemo goes off. He's really excited about his first day at school, and um, because he's being a bit cocky, he goes off, touches the boat, and then gets captured by a diver. Who's also a dentist. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> a man of many talents. Absolutely. I just think throughout the whole thing, the dad was just so annoying. I found the dad annoying. I also found Nemo a little bit annoying at times. I actually wrote down at one point, I don't know where it is, I said, I wasn't, I don't get Nemo. One minute, he's doing this really soft little, like, I want my daddy voice. And then next, he's being a bit like, no, I'll do this. I didn't get it. It's like, who are you? You know, like, pick a side. (laughs) That was my opinion on it. I think, I think... Nemo was obviously cute to look at, but actually as a character, the more, the, especially when I watched it this time, and then I did think, yeah, a bit annoying. Um, 
my favourite, obviously, other than Dory, who was clearly the best character, um, my other favourite character was Bruce the shark, the vegetarian shark. The shark is the best character. The the starfish was really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, the little sort of octopusy thing that inked itself was lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Dory is possibly the most annoying character I've ever seen in my life. Well, that's outrageous. I mean, I literally cannot believe they've made another film with I... Dory being the main character. I mean, I'm shocked. I mean, I, I, are you joking? No. Oh, right, okay. Dory is literally, like, the funniest one in it. She's a great character. The film would have been awful without Dory. I, I don't know. I think it would have been much... It would have been quicker, because he would have found Nemo quicker without having to look after Dory. No, but, but she could read, and he couldn't. She could read. So when they found the goggles that the diver had dropped, she could read. I'm sure there could be another fish that could read. Okay. Sorry. Well, this took a dark turn. (laughs) Did you think I'd like Dory? I didn't think there was anyone in the world that wouldn't like Dory. It just didn't even enter my head that this would be a conversation piece. I thought thought you'd probably slag off the dad. I thought you'd probably dislike Nemo. Sure. But Dory? I don't know. I just don't really like the character... I don't get why it had to be such a thing like that she she can't remember anything. Mm. Infuriating. <laughs> Did it not make you laugh when like they were they were obviously Bruce is trying to be a vegetarian but then he, he tastes a bit of blood from where Dory knocks her head and he's banging on the door and Dory says, Who is it? Did that not make you laugh? No, not at all. Actually, I don't think anything in this film made me laugh. That was the only thing that made me laugh, (laughs) I will say. I I didn't chuckle again throughout. I didn't make a noise at all throughout. But I thought that was very, very quick-witted. And she made me smile throughout. She's just very, very funny. I disagree. The upshot is that Nemo ends up in a fish tank in a dentist surgery and it becomes apparent that he's going to be given to the dentist's horrible niece who shakes fish to death so time is of the essence for him to to escape so they try many means of doing this they try to jam the filter so that the tank gets dirty and they'll have to take them out put them in bags and then they can roll out of the window that doesn't work because he just buys a, a better filter. So the child does get him and uh, Nemo plays dead, which I thought was quite a good good move on his part. I, yeah, I, I did actually. I thought that was quite clever that he did that. And then uh, Gil, who's one of the fish who also comes from the ocean, he's been captured from the ocean, manages to flush Nemo down the sink because all um, drains lead to the ocean. And I remember, actually, that reminded me of when I was very little, my mum told me that everything we put down the toilet went to the fishes in the sea. I don't know why she would tell me that. (laughs) 
It might have been because one of my dad's fish had died. I don't know when I'd seen it go down the toilet. But either way, I was told everything that goes down the toilet goes to the fishes. And then I remember really clearly her running into the toilet because I was putting her skirt down the toilet because I thought the fish might like it. (laughs) And just madly trying to flush this skirt for the fish. I mean, like... Was the skirt okay? I don't think she could wear it again. (laughs) I don't know why I thought the fish would like a skirt. Yeah, like in in particular out of all of the items, this this skirt. Everything I could have grabbed, I went for the skirt. (laughs) And for, you know what, I've never seen a fish wear one. Maybe it's because no one sent them one. (laughs) So, yeah, it made me think of that. And then, uh, you know, there's lots of to and fro in where, where the dad leaves Dory several times and then he ends up pairing back up with Dory. And at some point, I don't know how on earth this character got through a Disney part or was okayed for a part, but there's a stone turtle in it who is quite clearly off his face. <laughs> I mean, I quite liked the turtle. Fine. He's a, he's a great character. I'm just really surprised to find it in a Disney film. Do you think that they, that they just didn't understand it was just Pixar being a bit cheeky and having a laugh and, like, you know, the goody-goodies at Disney just didn't pick up on the fact he was stoned? Yeah, they probably just thought, oh, he's just a surfer dude. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And then they just they were like, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> That's right, Disney folks. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So Although, anyway, Disney uh, films always are a little bit like pantomime, aren't they? Like, there's a lot of stuff on the surface which is just for kids. Yeah. And then, you know, there's a lot of, like, innuendos and, like, things like that. I mean, that is why a Disney film really works so well. Yeah. And I think particularly since they've teamed up with Pixar and then that's more the case. Yeah. I don't think you've got many innuendos in Snow White. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, the upshot is they find Nemo, everything's good. Um, and then they they all go But I did question how they managed to get back to their original house because they, they swam quite away, didn't they, away from where they actually were. At one point, they got a lift on a turtle. Then they got a lift in the pelican's beak. Yeah, it seems they get back in the ocean and more or less instantly they're they're home again. Yeah, and some other things, like it was the ending was a bit weird because it was sort of obviously like that the... Um, he's, he, it's, and it's like he sort of has turned into this new man hasn't he the dad and he's like chatting to the the dads or you know the parents at the school gate finally has has grasped what the joke is Mm. and then he became he became very funny as well you got a sense of humor yeah Yeah. what it to me sort of is said in the film was a bit like you know change your personality completely and people like you (laughs) It was a bad message. <laughs> it was. Don't be yourself. Yeah. 
be someone you're not cool. and make yeah, friends. be cool and fun. So what struck me is it's actually quite a long film. It is a very long film. And again, and it's you feel, because it's just so much blue, it really makes me feel very... It makes me, it does make me feel quite claustrophobic and I don't like it like particularly you know at one point where he like at the beginning of the film the dad sort of pops up and then it's like all he can see is just sea mm. and blue skies yeah. like I absolutely I don't like that at all like even when I've been um snorkeling and I was like out at sea and all you obviously all you can see is pretty much just sea mm. You know, like if you put your head under and you can see like the reef and stuff, it's really nice. But as soon as I put my head out of the water, I just, I hate it. I hate it when I can't see land. Just so trapped. Okay. Which is weird because you can see, obviously you can see a lot, but you can't really see a lot. If that makes sense. That sounds like something the turtle would say. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought lots of the film could have been chopped down. Yeah, it was un- it was unneeded. There were several bits. Like even after they they found Nemo, they really could have ended it just there. But no, and then we had to think that Nemo was dead again after he rescued Dory, and he wasn't. And it was just like, oh, just you know, let it end now. Yeah, and I did actually write down. It's like, how many times are we going to go through this where he th- we think he's dead? Oh, he's not because. The dad thought Nemo was dead three times. Mm. You know, initially when he first lost him, when he was playing dead at the at the dentist, and then mm. when he he you know saves Dory or whatever, and then he's like at the bottom of the ocean, sort of just lying there. It's like how many times does this man need to go through thinking his son's died? <laughs> yeah. The animation was good, though. Very clever. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. And especially of the time. 2003, it's a long time. It is. I think this was like the, what was it, the fourth big Pixar release. There was this, there was a Toy Story, Bugs Life. And I think this was, and then Monsters, Inc. and then this one as well, wasn't it? So this was the fourth Pixar film, as far as I remember. Yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, it's by no means, you know, my favourite. No, but it's also not my least favourite. It's a middle-of-the-road Pixar film. What is your least favourite? It's controversial. I didn't, I, there's two that I didn't particularly like, that everyone seems to like. I didn't particularly like Up or The Incredibles. Oh, I agree with both of those. Yeah, I just both left me like yeah. Up was it was Up was probably slightly better than The Incredibles. The Incredibles just no. I thought you were going to say Monsters Inc. Then, and I was worried. Oh God, Monsters Inc. is is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I like Bugs Life as well, actually. Or I think I do, but when <laughs> yeah, we don't, yeah, watch we're going to watch two I'll think because <laughs> yeah. I I like Finding Nemo. I think Finding Nemo is just one of those films like you can kind of it it is a bit of one of those Christmas films that you can it can just be 
on in the background and you can kind of sit down and it be on and you can watch 10 minutes and then you can walk out then you can come back like it doesn't you don't need to you know some films you either like they captivate you that you want to watch it all or you don't really know what's going on so you need to watch it all this is just one of those films that you can just sort of come in and out can't you yeah but i wouldn't say there's any character in this film where you know i'm like oh i love that character so much certainly not dory for you <laughs> oh no but i mean would you say dory is one of your favorite sort of characters i would say she's one of the funniest characters that they've done oh definitely <laughs> i found her really amusing Hmm. Is that because there's sort of, you know, there wasn't much else in that film to, <laughs> to, to compete? No, I don't think so. I, I think that actually there's probably people feel that they can't say they don't like Dory. But I think there is actually a lot of people that won't. You think it's it's something that people want to say but can't? Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody likes Ellen. I love Ellen. I don't want to say I don't like Dora because I like er- because I like Ellen, but I I don't. I prefer Dory to Ellen. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh no. Well, we did. We had a shout out. I I put the shout out a little late, I'm afraid, but we did have one. We had a shout out from um, Emma Elphick, who said fish regrets touching the butt. Because, of course, that was uh, they, the, the fish thought the boat was called a butt. So when he sl- swims up to it, they go, oh, he touched the butt. And that, again, is sort of, to me, sums up a bit of Disney humour. <laughs> <laughs> so you think Disney put in that bit and Pixar put in the stone turtle? <laughs> yeah. So if you would like to get in touch with us, you can do via Twitter at Theme Park Films. You can also email us at themeparkfilms at hotmail.com. So I think that sums up everything we need to say on this film. Okay, so thank you very much for listening. We will see you again soon. Bye.